0: Hello and welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. I'm Skeleton. I'm
1: Tomb. And we're spooky booksmen. Weird, spooky booksmen.
0: Um, I fucked it up. Tom, <laughs> it's 10.30 p.m. Yeah. You know where children are. Just kidding. Um. And I've been up since 4:30 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I had a real busy day. Um, my son mm-hmm. turned one. Hey, happy yeah. birthday! Hey,
1: he's listening. I'm sure. Happy birthday! Yeah, he loves the show. I hope he's paying for his own Patreon.
0: And the thing is, he wakes up uh, a lot now when mm-hmm. he should uh, at night. When he when I would prefer he be <laughs> sleeping. Yeah. And it's more. Sometimes he wakes up at 4:30 and you give him a bottle and then he mm-hmm. goes back to sleep. Yeah. It's morning he woke up. Give him a bottle, and then he didn't go back to sleep. Mm. And he just kept trying to like uh, cry,
1: <laughs> try to cry. He couldn't well, do he it. Was
0: crying whenever I tried to put him in the bed. Yeah, he just. And then it, the he's only time fussy. He, yeah, and the only time he would stop crying was when like I'd put him down and like let him play with toys. Yeah, uh, and it's like four thirty in yeah. the morning. It's, it's the middle of the night. Uh huh. And it was like okay, we're up and we're playing with toys, and then. That just lasted until the sun came up and then our day started. But then this kid, yeah. and I go to work, uh-huh. and this kid goes to the
1: daycare. Yeah, he sleeps there.
0: Yeah, he takes two two-hour naps.
1: Wow, four-hour nap. Yeah. yeah. Mm.
0: Me, I, got, I have to be awake and talking to people all day on Zoom calls. Uh,
1: you should tell the people at daycare, hey, uh, don't let this kid sleep today. <laughs> He's
0: going to learn <laughs> his lesson yeah they would like
1: that <laughs> you, you see him start nodding off you shake him awake uh, Tim let me ask you since it is Halloween month are you uh, concerned your son may be a vampire Ooh, no. no I not know he sleeps during the day gets up but in the middle of the night at night too
0: <laughs> could just
1: be a lazy you vampire just,
0: I mean if you take it after his dad he's gonna be a lazy something <laughs>
1: uh what if uh uh you put the toys in the crib you're not allowed to do that no well what if you like stayed and watched well then i might as well just yeah but i'm saying if he was in the crib then he might be like ah you know what uh, let's go back to bed yeah but then the
0: second i go in and like gently take the toys out yeah He'll clock that and fucking wake up.
1: Put st- all the toys on strings. I don't know why you don't have the toys on strings in the you first place. You can't have
0: strings. You can't have long oh, strings oh, that can go oh, around. You can't have
1: a-, a bunch of strings in a baby's <laughs> crib now? God, uh, Actually, political correctness run amok to He him.
0: turned one. We're allowed to put stuff in the crib with him now. Oh, Maybe okay. we start doing that.
1: Um, Like a handgun? That's the last <laughs> place a criminal will look. <laughs> anyway, Put uh, the safety on. He's not going to be able to figure out the safety. Well, maybe you can lend me your gun that you have here. Tim, I, don't, <laughs> I know you think that I have a gun here.
0: I, I'm fairly positive you have an illegal gun in your I New York City apartment. I do not have an
1: illegal gun in my apartment. I would not... I'll tell you this: If I lived in the middle of nowhere, I think I would potentially have a gun. Right. If I if it, if I live somewhere far enough away where it was like the police aren't going to come here in time, yeah, maybe. But I I, I wouldn't have one in the city. Yeah. At least to nothing but trouble. I have two illegal, at least two illegal weapons in this home.
0: Yeah, you have like a knife that looks like a Batman. I have symbol. three <laughs> illegal
1: weapons in this home. <laughs> I have like, uh, well, I'm not going to say one because, you know, if somebody listening to this uh, comes to my home, I want them to be surprised. Okay. Um, I mean,
0: I think you should give your address. Yeah. Because like, hey, you're also advertising. You'll probably (laughs) get killed by me (laughs) if you try to come in here.
1: Yeah. Uh, But the other thing that's in this home, uh, not illegal in New York, but illegal to buy in New York, uh, pepper spray. Oh. Uh, which I which I bought for my girlfriend, mace. Mace? Yeah, like uh mace brand mace. Mm. Um, do you know about this? There's apparently one pharmacy in Manhattan that you can buy mace at, but you have to like fill out a form. Did you do this? No, I just uh. <laughs> I just went on eBay <laughs> and they just sent it to me. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Cause that's the thing. Like if you go on like Amazon or something, you can't buy it. Right. Uh, but the other tip I've heard, because uh, again, only this one pharmacy is allowed to sell mace. May- maybe there's more than one, but it sounds like it's mostly just this one. And it sounds like there's like always a crazy line because you have to fill out a form. Where is it? it? It's somewhere in Manhattan. It's just like a random place. That I think it's like grandfathered in. Yeah. And but you still have to like file with the city or whatever. Or state, even I think it is, um, but uh, I've heard another loophole is that again, maybe not New York City, but other places sell bear mace or bear yeah. pepper spray. But it's like, yeah, but that's like a big thing. Like this, I you know, got her just like a little keychain. Tested out? No, no, I don't want to get tested out.
0: Well, how do you know that you got? But I just, I, I think it I- might just be seltzer
1: in there i i heard a, which
0: probably would do the trick also the uh, bubbles. There, was,
1: there was a story like a couple of weeks ago where uh some guy got stabbed on the subway and his girlfriend pepper sprayed the assailant and that's what i'm hoping. that's why uh i got her i was like yeah this is for this isn't for you this is for if a guy stabs me yeah try to do it before i get stabbed <laughs> but worst case scenario do it after i get stabbed yeah. uh so yeah that's. I'll tell you the other illegal weapon in my home. It's just like a uh, like retractable baton. Oh, okay. Yeah, nothing, nothing crazy. I wouldn't have like a knife. Knife, knives, dangerous. Knife, knife as like knife a crime a, is uh the the scourge,
0: the scourge of uh scourge of the UK.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, But also like knife is a bad thing. Knife is a bad thing for self-defense. Yeah. Because like unless
0: you unless you're like a real uh, knifesman,
1: unless you're a real knifesman. But I but I heard somewhere uh, where somebody used against you. Somebody was explaining that it's bad and they were like, imagine if like a toddler had a marker and you had to get it away from him without getting any marks on you. Like that's basically what a knife is. So right. Like if you use a knife on somebody, you're almost certainly gonna get cut too. Right. And if you get cut in the wrong place, you know, it's game over. Yeah. So you you don't wanna I knife. don't
0: want to get cut anywhere, Tom. Exactly.
1: So don't carry I a knife get around. marker
0: on me either.
1: Then don't carry a marker around with you either. Tim, this week uh we read a a whole goddamn book.
0: Yeah, but it was a children's book. <laughs>
1: An entire book, an entire novel. Yeah. Uh, part of R.L. Stein's Goosebumps series. Yeah. You know what the funny thing is about R.L. Stein? I mean, the, I know, maybe there's multiple funny things, but this is the funny thing for me. It's just uh, years of me and you, Tim, going on uh, going to uh, the New York Comic Con mm-hmm. as a journalist I still get so many Comic Con emails. I'm sure you probably do too. Mm-hmm. But uh I got an email. Comic Con happened here so I had COVID. I couldn't have gone. But uh all right. Would just...
0: you were would you have gone? Um It's so No, out. because
1: I would have been concerned about catching COVID.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um yeah, I don't I, I don't think I would have excuse me, gone this year. I would have worn a mask. I think they said you had to wear a mask, but a lot of people didn't.
0: Yeah, I mean, cosplay is, you know... optional i think and
1: uh, <laughs> no 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 tim i'm talking about like a medical mask an n95 or even just a uh,
0: oh if you're gonna yeah if you're gonna dress up like uh
1: like a robot the like the joker in that robot. one
0: <laughs> scene where he dresses up like the nurse uh, oh that the, would
1: actually be a good one yeah I mean, be able to just and i've seen people dress up as that because yeah. you know i see him from behind i go oh hubba hubba sexy mm-hmm. nurse and then they turn around i'm like oh what? my Keith god it's, it's the joker um, What were you going to say about R.L. Stein and the emails? Oh, the emails, you know, I get a lot of like announcement emails leading up to Comic-Con and mm-hmm. they're like, we have these new guests and uh, there was one that came in and a headshot of R.L. Stein. And now I can't, you know, in audio form show you what the headshot looked like, but I can try and express in audio form what it looked like. His headshot looked like this. <sighs> How old do you think R.L. Stein is? 70? 79. 79. And like- Hey, that's 10 more than my favorite number. Uh, oh, I get it. Um, I mean, I'm trying- You keep talking. I'm going to try and find My a, thing about R.L. Stein
0: is when you're 79 and like he has enough money. This is what I don't understand, Tom. <laughs> I don't understand incentives- um, to do anything.
1: This isn't the headshot, but this is the expression he had. Yeah.
0: It's just like a... Blah, blah.
1: Yeah. Oh, but you were going to say the incentive to do...
0: To I- do anything. If, if there's a certain amount of money <laughs> where you can live comfortably yeah. for the rest of your life. Yeah. And it's not that high especially the older you get right (laughs) where it's like it's like look you and i aren't gonna achieve it uh, Mm -hmm. on the the course we're on yeah but like there are people who like continue to do things like a meet and greet at comic-con when the (laughs) pandemic isn't over yet (laughs) yeah and you're 80 years old 80 years old and it's like RL Stein, yeah. How much money you could can be possibly make doing sitting this? on a beach? Yeah. For the next twenty years, assuming mm-hmm. you're going to live that long, which you're not. I'm sorry, you're not. Yeah. Um. Hey, if Betty White didn't make it, RL Stein's not going to make it. Yeah. It's Betty true. White lived clean.
1: Yeah, and RL Stein was scaring himself the shit every night.
0: Exactly. But freaking, uh, like, what are you doing? Just stop. Just go yeah. do. Like, I mean, this is what I don't understand about like. Also, like billionaires who are like ugh, hustle culture. It's like go sit in a chair for the rest <laughs> of your life. Don't yeah. you want to just d- not have to do shit? No, that's, not that's, not to like that's how they p- got there. Tim. P- you know, p- pitch yourself all the time.
1: Yeah, um, I like. I get that you want to take care of your family, but like RL Stein, it's like. Yeah, doing that Comic Con, it's like I want to make sure my great great grandchild never even has to work a part time job. <laughs> like, and you know, it's enough. It's fine. You're you're adding so little to that pile. Yeah, but but I guess like it also has to be just like a. Hey, come out and do this for, you know, four hours and you'll walk away with twenty grand or whatever and
0: twenty grand to RLC. I know Stein. it shouldn't
1: matter that much, but I think it does to, to people still. There
0: are people like I don't know. There are billionaires. There mm. are people uh, I I can't name names. I know things about people and how rich they <laughs> you, are. You know
1: things about billionaires? Yeah, I do can't? know
0: things about billionaires, and I can't say it on this show. They'll come after me.
1: Uh I was just looking up because uh Danielle Steele, the uh writer, she's uh uh seventy-five. She's been married one, two, three, four, five, six times. But she just like lives in Paris. Uh, she has like I don't know, like an entire block is her apartment. Yeah, and she just writes like a, she likes a writing ton of books. That's cool. Yeah,
0: I don't I don't fault R.L. Stein if he wants to like keep, keep writing, writing. Yeah, but like every picture I see of him, he's not enjoying. <laughs> it's miserable. Yeah, exactly. It's like all right, you, you don't want to do this. Comic. Well, and also and like his booger, time... booger from freaking <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds. Right, I'm sure he doesn't have like fuck you money. Right, But also like him at Comic-Con, that's where he feels alive. Yeah. That's, you know, it's like, that's the highlight of his year. I think he
1: says, this is the real revenge of the nerds.
0: Yeah. Comic-Con. Yeah. Look at all these nerds with their, uh, Mainstream Marvel movies, <laughs> the only movies they make anymore. That
1: guy's dressed up like a guy from a movie that made $2 billion. <laughs> what, a, what an obscure what a nerd.
0: fringe nerd this guy is. I
1: will tell you though, Tim, you know, I consider myself a pretty big nerd, and every time I go to Comic Con, I'm blown away at, like, how few costumes I recognize. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's still, like, half the people there are dressed as something where it's, like, maybe that's anime. I don't even know. Yeah. And then it's like, no, actually, this is the video game of a card game based on an anime. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing. And I it'll be, know. like, the most elaborate costume you've ever seen. And, like, more power to them.
0: Yeah. This is the other thing that I've uh, that I've learned um, as uh-huh. you age, yeah, don't try to uh, be into the same thing that
1: young people are into. You you brought this up a couple of weeks ago because they asked, can smell that a mile away. Yeah, you asked me if I thought I can relate to teens still.
0: Yeah, and it's just like I don't understand these people that are like, oh no, I like the the newest nineteen-year-old pop ingenue. And it's like, you know what? You shouldn't. Because, like, you actually don't really like it. Mm -hmm. And also, like, everybody that sees you, uh, like, out there on social media being like, oh, I love it. They're all like, this person's, like, it makes you seem older than you actually are. yeah.
1: I think just be the right age. Here's here's my advice for se- seeming cool to young people.
0: I don't I don't know that I would take this. <laughs> it, I don't know that. You, that
1: no, it's that good. You ad- have the answer to that. It's good advice. Conundrum. What I would say, and it's not it's not surefire, but it's better than nothing. I think it boils down to like just don't like shit on things young people like. Yeah, that's really all they want. They don't like. I remember as a kid and don't. You're not in on it either. Right. It's
0: not even like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not shitting on it. I'm a part of it. It's yeah. like, no, you're not. Just be like, hey, you got your thing. I'm not relevant to you.
1: Have fun. Yeah. Like, you know, when when we were teenagers, is was never impressed when an adult would like l- overhear music that I liked and be like, you can't even understand what he's saying. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, but, you know, if an adult was like, oh, what is this? Oh, I, I haven't heard of that band. Oh, where are they like? Like, just ask a couple of questions and be like, oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's all. I don't want to hear that you like it because then that means it sucks. <laughs> But I also don't, if you shit on it, that's just going to make you look bad. That's not going to make me be like, oh, actually I should listen to, you know, my old uncle. (laughs) He said Nirvana's not cool. Yeah,
0: he (laughs) says they're not good, so they must not be good. Yeah, Tom,
1: just one more thing about, uh,
0: turning old. Uh Uh-huh. Because I was talking to my dad, Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, he was over. He's even older than you. He's even older than I am. And, uh... I was like, hey, I've reached that phase where like they're selling the albums. Like I just mm-hmm. bought, a, like I I rebought an album that I bought I think twice already <laughs> that came out when I was in college. They're uh, like, they're they're getting me on nostalgia. And yeah, it's like ah, yeah, you have no idea how many times I rebought Sgt. Pepper. Yeah, like, yup.
1: yeah, yeah, it's a famous one.
0: Yeah, and then I was like. uh. Yeah, like look at this. I, I bought the 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 Wilco Yankee Hotel Foxtrot like Super <laughs> Deluxe Edition, and I was like, look at that, like, look at that big box over there. Yeah, eight records. Mm-hmm. You know, I I own that album. I own it digital. I think I bought it digitally. You don't I don't own I it, it on
1: eight records though. And
0: my dad was like, yeah. And that's a hundred and twenty dollars down the drain for you. And I was like, now two hundred and thirty-five dollars. And he's like, what the fuck? And he's like, I haven't spent that much on Sergeant Pepper, even uh, all the times put together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, well, it's, that's it's inflation even worse for you. Yeah, no, it's also like it. This is beyond inflation. It's just like. <laughs> Uh, millennials like gouging
1: um, their their biggest fans, and
0: also like yeah, and I I happily did it.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like if if it's you know two hundred and thirty dollars, but you're happy to get it. Then that's all that really matters. Yeah. Uh, and well, and as long as you have, you know, as long as your child didn't go hungry that <laughs> week, Tim,
0: then that's fine. He's fine. He sucked on the vinyl for a while.
1: <laughs> but I mean, that's also you know when they start selling things back to people as nostalgia. It's also when people have more disposable income. Yeah. Uh, or, or I guess less disposable income, but like percentage wise you know but but more m- dollar wise yeah. you know what i mean like when you're a kid you know 75% of your income is disposable yeah <laughs> uh when you're an adult it might only be like 5 or 10% but that's uh, you know yeah. you're making more money so you can buy a $200 record
0: wilco's a funny band because like, like uh, weird
1: Al Yankovic now no, they've changed they wish. they've changed they genres.
0: <laughs> No they like uh had a festival but mm-hmm. they still have I think it's every other uh, year Solid Sound yeah, yeah which is great I've been a couple times mm-hmm. but like it's... I've only
1: seen Wilco at the uh Hard Rock Cafe that turned me down for a job <laughs> in South Carolina <laughs> Yeah but it was a fucking it was I yeah, they're a great live band The only time it was like the week they won the Grammy mm. uh and for funniest band. For funniest. For, pa- band. for parody record. And it was such a good concert. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. Um,
0: but they have a festival where they get all these hip bands, like young bands, like they're actually like are the the, the right doing it the right way, being uh-huh. like, hey, you know what, like uh I listen to young bands, but like we're not trying to our next record doesn't sound like <laughs> yeah. this. A uh, band of twenty-two year olds that like we booked at at the mm-hmm. Solid Sound Festival. We still sound like old man dad rock. Yeah, but like we appreciate this music and yeah. blah blah blah. But uh, it's in like Western Mass, and it's like mm-hmm. got like kind of like a summer camp vibe or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then one year, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, they decided like you could tell their accountant called them and was <laughs> like, "Hey, we did some research," or like somebody from the label like we did some research. About like the average Wilco fan and their uh, average household income, <laughs> and like
1: we sent out a survey.
0: Yeah, and suddenly they're not all about the like affordable family, yeah. uh, solid town. There's a destination, um, uh, resort mm. concert in Mexico, wow. <laughs> where it's like come to the Sky Blue Sky Festival, and like here's the thing only six thousand dollars gets you a luxury hotel suite and uh access to the concert which has like Wilco and four other like big like now new classic rock bands okay and it's like it's not like oh yeah we're bringing a bunch of young yeah, bands uh, out I'll there and ex- some uh, of it. know, like, expose them yeah it's definitely just them being like oh okay uh, uh a good amount of our fans can just spend $10,000 yeah. on a vacation uh, rock can, concert.
1: And we can take a weekend out of our schedule <laughs> yep. and make uh, yeah. a lot of money. Yeah.
0: I aspire to go to that one day, Tom.
1: I'm going to, I think I'm going to run a hedge fund. You're going to run a hedge fund. Yeah, so
0: I can keep up with the Wilco uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the Wilco's
1: uh, offerings. Yeah. Uh, have you seen uh, somebody's trying to start, I don't know if it's like a, I guess it's not a crypto thing. I guess it's just like a stock market thing, but like an ETF you can buy into that just, uh, bets against, uh, Jim Cramer. (laughs) (laughs) Buy that. (laughs) Well, because like people have crunched the numbers and they're like, yeah, if you shorted the stocks that he said you should buy and like bought the stocks he said you shouldn't buy, uh, you would... Do pretty well. Yeah. I don't know if you saw today. There was a clip of him crying on TV. <laughs> oh no! Because uh, Facebook Meta, you know, mm-hmm. put out their earnings. Uh, Facebook a year ago, their stock was almost four hundred and fifty dollars, I think, and now it's a uh, uh, hundred dollars. Oh, really? Yeah. They they've stopped I've lost seventy five percent by my man. Yeah, they've basically stopped making money. <laughs> uh. Tom, if the metaverse yeah.
0: actually takes off,
1: mm-hmm. that
0: will suck.
1: I mean, that's the thing. Even if the metaverse does happen, it's not going to happen the way they say. Because basically, they're pitching it as like, it's a way to go to meetings. Yeah. It's a way to be in meetings all the time. What, I it's I didn't like, understand. What? Nobody wants that. It was like,
0: they, they launched this vision. Mm-hmm. After everybody got sick of fucking zoom meetings and then yeah. they're like what if your whole life was <laughs> like a Zoom meeting was like this uh, zoom meeting that that you hated when like we were all locked down remember when you couldn't leave your house at all yeah. we want that to be the default your life. Um, even when there isn't a pandemic.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just a very. And like, poorly... Why did you
0: choose this time to launch this?
1: Yeah, uh, you know VR and AR are going to be a thing going forward. Fuck that. But I, don't I think, think so. I think it's going to take longer than people anticipate, and I don't know if it's. Ever...
0: I I think it's going to be like self driving cars for like at oh, some point always... people are going to admit like. All right, this isn't gonna happen it's not even gonna be that good if it does happen <laughs> yeah. and like that doesn't solve the problem like the the, the problem is cars like we should have yeah, no yeah. cars
1: I think with the the AR and VR stuff it's gonna kind of be like cell phones where it's like I don't think we're even at like the blackberry yet for <laughs> yeah. this stuff. So it's like, oh, only like hardcore nerds. You know, I have a Oculus Quest too. Like only nerds and uh, enthusiasts are going to be into this for, I think, like a while. At least like the next 10 years. That's the thing. Like, I don't think this will be relevant to me. Like, I think by the time. You'll be checked out. Yeah. Or it'll be the dangerous.
0: Because like, here's the thing. Like right mm. now, I don't want to be the 40-year-old that's like trying to pretend he's young.
1: Yeah. The 40-year-old virgin.
0: Exactly. And uh, unfortunately, uh, it'll happen for me too. But um, I definitely don't want to be the sixty-year-old when smartphones came out, or (laughs) fifty-five-year-old when smartphones came out, and now, you know, the fucking boomers talking about younger generations always being on their phones. No, we're (laughs) not the ones doing it. Fucking boomers. You ever you ever go anywhere with a boomer? (laughs) Yeah, their phone's never in their pocket. Yeah. And they Let don't me, lock that... their phones when they're done with it. You notice this? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the screen unlocked and put it back in their pocket. It's like, that's why you're fucking butt dialing yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. they like, oh, I don't have time to push that button. You have time. <laughs> well,
1: I don't know if they say I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> um, i'm
0: old i don't have to, i can't waste a single second no i mean
1: you know i'm not the first person to say it uh but yeah the 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 things the boomers like warned us about about the internet oh, yeah. and then that they all fell yeah. for like but no so, don't Th- some stranger will convince you of crazy ideas on there
0: yeah so like when i'm 55 and AR or the fucking metaverse or whatever becomes a thing,
1: I'm not gonna join nah, it. We'll like, both be on there. We'll be forwarding holograms. Exactly. The- <laughs> like we'll be
0: the worst. We'll we'll be the worst users of it. But like we'll be the power. Did you see user. this
1: new hologram of Hunter Biden Jr. <laughs> you wouldn't believe what he's doing. <laughs> Anyway, Tim, we read R.L. uh Night of the Living Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. The first in,
0: all right, so there's the Goosebumps series now, uh-huh. which is uh, a series of uh, books. Children,
1: scary children's books. Yeah, probably like, what do they call it, like mid-grade? Yeah, I would say these are like grade schoolish, like fourth grade, I would say, and on. Yeah, 4th Four, to 8th grade is where I would place these. Yeah,
0: so they're chapter books.
1: Yeah. Um very um influential, like, very nostalgic for ca- people our age. I would say kind of like counter programming to like Sweet Valley High. Right. And like Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew, that man maybe a little bit older than Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew.
0: Yeah. Sweet Valley
1: High, Babysitter's Club, Goosebumps.
0: But like horror. Yeah. They're spooky stories. Spooky stories, yeah. Perfect for Halloween month here on Books the Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know there were I think sixty six. That would be cool. It's almost six six six. Uh, books. Books in the. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> oh no
1: no 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 no. Yeah, I was gonna say I think there are more than that. No thirty six. Okay. Well, I was gonna say less than classic. that. <laughs> Look. Now, R.L. Stein wrote them all, right? He doesn't use Ghostwriters? Wrote them all, of course. Yeah. No,
0: sixty-two. Okay. Um, there is somebody in the in the Complete Guide Discord mm-hmm. that's trying to collect first editions of all of the Goosebumps books. Oh, okay, that's cool. I think they're 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 making some progress. Um, but this one was uh, the fifth one. Nope. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Seventh, I think I said. The seventh. Yeah. Released in May of
1: 1993. Okay. But here's the
0: thing: it spawned a number of sequels. Tom, this oh, thing, okay. this thing, like this thing, struck a nerve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was a story where people were like, "This has legs." So, like within the Goosebumps series, which is kind of like an anthology, right? Yeah. There's like, oh, there's uh. Living Dummy, Night of the Living Dummy Two, Night of the Living Dummy Three. That might be. It.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> Hold on. Let's see what else he said. Uh, list of appearances.
1: The dummies' list of appearances?
0: Yeah. Well, here's another interesting thing. Okay. The main antagonist of this book.
1: Uh, Mr. Wood.
0: Mr. Wood. Uh huh. Spoiler alert. It, well, he's one of two dummies in the book. Yeah, right?
1: and you think it's gonna be the other dummy for Slappy. a Slappy. Slappy. Yeah. And then Mr. <laughs> Wood gets brought to life with the
0: with the uh, the
1: uh, like ancient enchantment spell. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Karumari Odano. Oh, Uomo. don't say that. What are you trying to bye, do bye, here? Bye, bye. Do you know how many
1: dummies I got in that closet?
0: Um. And unleash then,
1: an army on Brooklyn.
0: Look, spoiler alert, uh, Mr. Wood dies at the end of this. Gets run over well, by a steamroller. so roller. we think. But, Slap. then we learn, look, I'm, I'm I'm spoiling the twist at the no. end. They get back home, Slappy, who's like, the non-evil dummy. Right,
1: but who you think might be.
0: The whole time, he's yeah. like a red herring. Then he does, uh, seem to be alive. Yeah. um, Miss, what? Then I, Slappy mm-hmm. becomes the antagonist.
1: Oh, of the second one. Okay. Yeah,
0: of, of all the other ones. Oh, and okay. he's the, antagon, the main uh, antagonist in the Goosebumps movies that have come out. The Jack uh-huh. Black movie, right? Um, oh, okay. And he is kind of the poster boy of the bad guy in the Goosebumps franchise, mm. which a lot of people have likened to Friday the 13th, where Jason is the mm-hmm. bad guy in all of those, but in the first Friday the 13th, it's not Jason, as we learned from Scream, it's Jason's mother.
1: That's oh, right. The antagonist. Yeah, yeah.
0: But then in all the subsequent ones, then Jason becomes the right. bad guy. So Mr. Wood never comes back.
1: Huh? Or does he? Yeah, I don't know. I'll never read another <laughs> Goosebumps.
0: Um, Tim, this... I've also been up for like a hundred hours right now, so I'm going <laughs> to let you uh, like carry the synopsis.
1: Okay. Uh, well, before we get into the synopsis, I want to talk about this. Uh, a Another piece of media that this reminded me of a lot, which is, I think it's a 19... I was trying to look it up just now. I couldn't, but I think it's a 1990 episode of Tales from the Crypt mm. called The Ventriloquist Dummy. Mm. Tim, if I gave you a thousand years to guess the two stars of this, I don't think you would ever guess them.
0: Are they both people that I've that I know? Yes, Kirk Cameron <laughs> and Cheech
1: Marin. Nope, Bobcat Goldthwaite and Don Rickles. Wow. And directed by Richard Donner. Okay. Written by Frank Darabont. Wow. <laughs> An all-star Have production. Have you seen this? Yes, Tim, because I remember seeing this, uh, perhaps inappropriately, as like a nine-year-old. I mean, I saw Tales from the Crypt Bordello of Blood.
0: <laughs> yeah. When my best friend's dad was just like, hey, it's Friday night, I'm renting a movie, you guys are going to watch whatever I watch. I was like 11. Fucking <laughs> 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 like, best night of my life.
1: Uh, Well, I saw this, I think, when I was nine, eight or nine, Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember this because up until that point in my life i remember it being the hardest i had ever laughed and i also remember my dad like watching it with my dad and my dad kind of being like uh like don't you... tell your mother <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i don't think you should watch this but i remember like watching some uh like tales from the crypt with him and uh if it was like one with nudity then he would change the channel right. but otherwise he was like yeah i think you're all right um and the plot of this is that Don Rickles is like a famous uh, ventriloquist, but he's like a recluse, you know, he's disappeared. And uh, Bobcat Goldthwaite desperately wants to become like a big ventriloquist. So is he, he
0: doing his, 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 his or is he just being a normal guy?
1: Uh, I think for the most part he's being a normal guy. But the part that I pissed myself laughing, he was not, uh, he was being regular Bobcat. You find out that the reason why Don Rickles was such a good ventriloquist was that he actually had like a human head on his hand. Mm. That was like a creature that, you know, was inside the dummy. And I forget if, I think somehow it transfers onto Bobcat's hand and you know but it's like an evil thing and bobcat is gonna get rid of it and you know he's like fighting with it and everything and then he like wrestles it into the kitchen and turns on the blender and the guy and the little hand guy goes like what are you doing what are you doing and bobcat called and says i'm making an asshole casserole <laughs> and jams his hand into the blender casserole though but he says it like like i'm making an asshole casserole and i just remember as a nine-year-old and my dad being how old he was in his 40s thinking that that was like the funniest thing ever yeah and uh but a fantastic episode of uh i think it was in the first season of uh tales Tales from the 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 crib yeah but, mm-hmm, I mean, look, look at, at the talent they Where were Where can we find Tales from the Crypt? Is that on HBO Max? This, uh, probably, but this episode, because uh, I was trying to just find that clip, the whole episode's up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can you can watch it. And I encourage you to, because uh, it's scary, but also funny, because you got two of the funniest guys out there. Well, one of them's not out there anymore. Well, he's out there in heaven. In heaven.
0: Mm-hmm. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about Don Rickles the other day. Yeah. Um, when we saw Don Rickles, that was pretty cool. We saw Don Rickles and Joan Rivers, double bill. Yeah, the Westbury Music Fair.
1: R.I.P. to both of them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's a full band playing. <laughs> Don Rickles would sing songs, celebrating our
1: troops. Yep. Yeah, it was a weird. That was thing. the weirdest
0: show I've ever been and to we in my were,
1: life. Uh, like the youngest people there by fifty years. Yeah. Um,
0: I wish we I wish we sat closer and uh, Don Rickles uh, razzed, us. razzed us
1: yeah
0: I guess we weren't Asian American so
1: <laughs> yeah he really seemed to zero in on the Asians in the audience uh, when he was razzing people yeah. uh, all right but let's talk about this the night of the living dummy Tim uh, this it's a book about twins and twins uh, Chris and Lindy is it Lindy is the sure, other twin? Yeah. But yeah, two twin girls, they're twelve, I think it says. I think so. Yeah. Um, but they're like, you know, the type of twins that are always fighting with each other. Which yeah. as a parent I'd prefer to the like uh like psychopath Yeah, where it's <laughs> so, like,
0: oh the rest of our lives we're joined at the hip.
1: We have one brain that we share. Um,
0: yeah, you know people that you. I I know you know somebody. Mm-hmm. I think who's one of triplet that you wouldn't know because like they're not the weirds, right? Okay. Um, you, right? Yeah. And like, it's it's weird when you meet someone later in life and like like that you didn't grow up with. Yeah, you spend some time with them. And, and then, then they hear, reveal like, that yeah, they're a twin. Yeah. It's like, or like there's another one of me out there. Yeah. And like once in a while they'll be around or whatever. Like when they come visit from the other state they live yeah. in. It's just like, "Wait, there's another one of you?" And you guys aren't weird about it? Like they just come <laughs> around once in a while? That's that's fantastic.
1: I worked with someone who it, it didn't come up until maybe like six months uh, after he started that he was a twin. Mm-hmm. And I was so mad. Cause I, I told him and this is actually somebody I just saw this past weekend. Um, I was like, what are you doing? Why didn't you Cause I think he mentioned like, Oh, my brother is going to be in town this weekend. Uh, he might stop by. Uh, and then like later it came out of his twins. I was like, why didn't you have your twin brother run in here, come up to you and scream like, it didn't work, it didn't work, and just run out? And it would have just freaked all of us out. Yeah. Like, a, what a missed opportunity. Yeah, kind of makes me wish I was a twin. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and you had kept it a secret up until this yeah. point. Uh, but anyway, these two twins, you know, they're they're fighting all the time. And uh, they they go hang out. There's like a like a new home being built in their neighborhood, mm-hmm. and one of them finds uh, a dummy in the uh, a ventriloquist dummy in a dumpster. Can I tell you this? What? Fully the first half of this book, if not mm-hmm. the first two thirds of
0: this book, are just like fake-outs of scary things yes. happening. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're going into the abandoned house and something scary happened. Oh, ah, it's just a freaking, like, cat in there. Yeah. Whatever. Like, and then, like, with the dummy stuff, mm-hmm. like, there's a bunch of stuff where it's like, oh, this is the thing. Up,
1: up, up, no. It was yeah, because a- they find Slappy, and you think, like, okay, well, the Slappy was in that dumpster because- Lindy
0: finds slappy yeah had find a ventriloquist in the dumpster behind the new home construction a ventriloquist
1: <laughs> dummy she doesn't find a ventriloquist, in there. <laughs> Did <I say> ventriloquist? <laughs> um uh, yeah so tired fine <laughs> so tired <laughs> so tired that you're screwing up ventriloquist <laughs> with ventriloquist dummy yeah. um yeah find slappy you think slappy is gonna be the bad dummy but no chris sl- uh, lindy and slappy start getting you know uh some attention because she- this is what a uh, 12 year old mm-hmm.
0: blonde girl <laughs> in suburbia is always uh, interested in
1: building a ventriloquist <laughs> routine yeah so she uh she starts getting attention. She's pretty good at it. Yeah, and she when, does
0: a uh, freaking kid's birthday.
1: <laughs> yeah. And when she starts getting good at it, you even start thinking, like, oh, I bet it's the dummy talking because, like, she's pretty quick and, like, got some yeah. pretty good jokes. But anyway, the other sister. I yeah, was proud of her. She
0: really, she, she practiced. She put a the lot. work in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, but Chris. Starts getting, you know, like, jealous, kind of.
0: After initially scoffing at the idea of any kind of ventriloquism in the family. Oh,
1: yeah. And, like, says to, uh, you know, her parents, like, "Ah, I want a dummy. And uh, her dad says, they're expensive. A good one won't cost more than a $100. I really don't think we can afford to buy you one now. I like that the dad knew how much a good dummy would cost.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what, Tom, I'm a dad now and I know how much a good... I've to, I've you I've had, I've had a couple dummies in my life, Tom.
1: Yeah. Well, well, I work with one.
0: I've had Charlie McCarthy. I've had Lester classic dummies.
1: <laughs> I had, when I was a kid, uh, uh Billy Baloney from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool as It hell. was awesome. And, You know, a lot of this book reminded me of my experience with Billy Bologna because I think I was in like uh, maybe like fifth grade and I would start bringing Billy Bologna to school for like show and tell. And like it was when I learned, oh, the dummy can say mean things. Yeah. And everybody laughs and nobody blames you for it and then I think by like the third week I was coming in, it, the teacher was like, alright, that's enough. <laughs> like it being, you're being,
0: it's a parent teacher conference. <laughs> you're being like
1: very mean. Like your you're dad just...
0: show you an inappropriate <laughs> Tales from the Crypt episode?
1: And I don't think it was like even you know, like specific insults. I think it was just him calling everybody a moron or an idiot. <laughs> yeah. And at some point the teacher was like, alright, you're just using this dummy to call people <laughs> an idiot without consequences it's worked for three weeks but it goes to an <laughs> but end here yeah. um so i i could uh yeah. relate to these girls um but then guess what um her, her dad also
0: her dad did not believe in lindy or what's her name mr
1: wood or, oh chris
0: or chris he's like you guys can share this dummy and you'll both probably lose interest in like a week anyway. So like I'm not buying you a second yeah. fucking tummy,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which is smart. Oh, yeah. I did want to mention here, uh that uh Slappy's uh Slappy slapped Chris at one point. You know, yeah, we're both. It big was fans of the slap. It. Yeah. Um, but her dad comes home one day and her dad's like, Guess what? I walked by a pawn shop and I saw this little guy in the window.
0: I like that he's like, oh, across the street from my office is a pawn shop. It's like, you work on Skid Row? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And you go past the pawn shop <laughs> selling ventriloquist <laughs> dummies every. Who pawned off that dummy? What kind well, of trouble were they? He's in?
0: like, yeah, the, uh, I got him real cheap. The The shop, uh, the pawn shop owner seemed real eager to get rid of it. Yeah. He's like, Come on, man. You naive fuck.
1: Yeah, Mister Pal, you already told us that you know how much a good dummy would cost. Yeah. Why don't you have a little skepticism? You why also don't...
0: know why someone might be unloading a
1: dummy. <laughs> for yeah, cheap. for a, for a cheap price. Oh. Uh, uh, we learn. Uh, uh, I think this, is according to Chris, that Mister Wood is cool looking. He has a like a gray suit on. You know, yeah, I think like a classic dummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have highlighted here. Uh, sh- <laughs> Just because it made me laugh. She had Mr. Wood on her lap.
0: Do you think R.L. Stein was being a little uh I think it's Jan just Snyder-ish here?
1: <laughs> I think it's just uh, you know, uh that's a good name for a dummy, Mr. Wood. Yeah. You know, you think about uh the woodchuck, uh, Joey uh Mr. Woodchuck. Mr. Woodchuck, the the dummy, the ventriloquist yeah. dummy that Joey had on uh full house. Yeah. You know, wood. They're made out of wood. A lot of jokes about their head. You know, oh, knock on wood. And, you know, uh, there's a joke later on. Uh, I forget which one says, but, like, oh, I need termites. Like, I need a hole in my head. Yeah. This head's made out of wood.
0: Yeah. I get it.
1: Um, the kids are still fighting the girls.
0: You know, what I, uh, you know what brought me back? And I think this is what earns... This is a detail... Mm-hmm. That earns R.L. Stein his paychecks, Uh-huh. his non-Comic Con paychecks, <laughs> right? Um, the fact that Lindy, you know, found the dummy, and uh, yeah, what's the other one's
1: name? Slappy and Mister Wood. No, no,
0: the other girl.
1: Oh, Chris <laughs> and Chris
0: and, and Chris was like skeptical about it, and then she wanted that. Lindy was like, "You're being a copycat." Yeah, and the fact that like copycat as a thing oh,
1: what an insult but yeah. like
0: did you remember like i haven't considered yeah, I calling anybody a copycat <laughs> in 35 years it's like oh yeah i remember a copycat was like big if somebody was a fucking copycat that got under my yeah, skin yeah that,
1: that was worse than calling someone a coward
0: yeah but like that was also like a copycat was the worst thing you did
1: not want to be a copycat I,
0: I i i didn't want to deal with a copycat so like i, I yeah I understood, I suddenly, um, understood where Lindy was coming from and it like brought me back. It's like, oh, I forgot about this sensation of like being angry at somebody copying what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 He really had his finger on his, on the pulse. He was yeah. probably like 50 years old at that time, <laughs> yeah. but new kids did not like being called copycats. Um, I do like uh, at one point, like uh, their friends suggest maybe you and Chris should do an act together. That could be really awesome. Yeah, what an act. Then there'd be four dummies, Cody joked. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah.
0: Cody. Cody's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cody's just the dude uh, who's in this, and his name is Cody, and he's in the 90s, and he's cool as shit. Yeah, he
1: just kind of like pops in a I couple say, of times. Hey,
0: think the whole book about fucking Cody.
1: Maybe there were other books that were just about Cody. There weren't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. I read them all. I, I bought them all. Uh, I bought digital copies of all of them. Cost me a pretty penny and did a, a control uh, app.
1: <laughs> Um, I was a little upset that they glossed over at one point there's a reference that Lindy and Slappy do a rap routine that really yeah, brings the he house did down that up a
0: couple times.
1: Yeah, that that's like kind of their closer that they do I a bet rap in routine. In 2020,
0: with a 2020 lens, that's a little problematic. That 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 rap <laughs>
1: at, at best is problematic. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I just have another quote highlighted here of uh, what project this is when uh, you know, Chris is doing her act. What project are you working on in, in shop class, Mr. Wood? I'm building a girl dummy. What else? Haha. Ha. Think I want to spend the rest of my life on your lap? But she's a pretty girl, I thought. Yeah, but he wants to spend the rest of his life on a girl dummy's lap, yeah. I guess. But again, now we know Mr. Wood is sentient. He can. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: this is before he's sentient.
1: Yeah, but I think he's like kind of sentient before, but then- No, cause this is- This
0: is this book is endless fucking fake outs because it's night of the living dummy, and you're like, well, surely the dummy's alive right now.
1: You know, R. L. Stein, he's hip with lingo. He probably doesn't like to be called a fake. (laughs) Same way you wouldn't like to be called a copycat. Yeah. But like, no, all this stuff
0: happens for like almost two-thirds of the book before the dummy comes alive.
1: Yeah. And then she finds, yeah, at one point, Chris finds a little piece of paper in like his suit jacket, and it's it says some weird words in a language,
0: Karamari Tim, yeah. don't
1: say it out loud, all the dummies in my closet are gonna come to life,
0: Tom um, i had I had uh, really three ventriloquist dummies as a child. <laughs> <laughs> I I never got even a little bit good at ventriloquism.
1: <laughs> I was, I forgot that I was going to pitch to you that this whole episode should be us with our <laughs> ventriloquist dummies also doing uh, part of it. Because here, Tim, oh, ventriloquism yeah. is perfect for podcasts. I'm surprised there are more podcasts doing, uh, or ventriloquists Tell doing podcasts. That was
0: uh, Charlie McCarthy started on the radio.
1: Oh re- yeah, it was a ventriloquist
0: perfect. act on the radio because they didn't have TV at the time. But it's also like, what could be an easier fucking job than that? Yeah,
1: because look, uh, Tim, I'd like you to meet my dummy. Hey, Tim, how you doing? Did you see my lips move?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'll play along.
1: No, yeah. I did not. So he's alive. I I read that. I read a little slip of paper in his pocket, and he came to life. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Along the lines of fake outs, there's like a bunch of, you know, where you think Mr. Woods come to life and then you find out Lindy's doing it. Lindy's just like fucking with Chris. Right. Uh, At one point she like. uh, Because Chris is a
0: fucking copycat. Yeah.
1: Like takes takes the dummy downstairs and like dumps everything out of the fridge and dumps all of her jewels (laughs) in there. Yeah. And then. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Jewels. Or, or jewelry,
1: and then uh, you know the the parents get so upset. Yeah, uh, like,
0: enough about the dummies. I'm yeah. Talking about the dummies. Yeah, and like, the- oh, Lindy's getting booked on TV. Chris is getting <laughs> booked at a fucking PTA event. Like, this, this the- town is fucking going gaga for twelve-year-old ventrilo- ventriloquists.
1: And at the same time, it seems like. You know, the mom's got, like, her job, but it also seems like the dad is, like, it's, like a lot of shit's going on at work. He's traveling mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Like, it seems like these parents are, like, very busy, and the last thing they need in their lives is two 12-year-old girls telling them that their dummies have come to life <laughs> and being scared all the time. It's fair. But then, eventually, one of the dummies does come to life. Did you find this in the book, Tim? And again, I mean, we should grade this on a curve, but uh, that these dummies seem to like kind of change size.
0: Um, I didn't notice really. I wasn't really like paying
1: attention. There, there is one part <laughs> like where,
0: Clifford the Big Red Dog. Like on one, yeah, on one page, he's like bigger three than times house. bigger than the house. But like in, a, in another one, he's just like, a oh, he just dog. doesn't fit in the bathtub. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, uh. No, there's there's one point where like the dummy is, the back of the dummy is on a doorknob in their room, but his legs are touching the ground. Yeah, So I'm like, how big uh, is this dummy?
0: It also depends on how high the knob is.
1: Um, well, yeah, of course, <laughs> but still, how low be? it the might knob be a possibly? low knob, Tom. <laughs> you don't know. Uh, and then when the dummy does come to life, like. Uh Chris hears it like walking down the hallway and like goes to confront it and like grabs its shoulder and is shocked when she turns him around and it's the dummy. It's like, well, isn't it like two feet tall? <laughs> a foot and a half tall? Like, who'd you think it was? It's wearing a little gray suit and has red hair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they they tumble down the stairs. There's a big fight, but Lindy sees. That the dummy's alive. And then after the parents show up, is like, ah, I don't know what I saw. The same way you would be, where you know, just like cowardly about seeing something supernatural. Don't no, want I mean to commit to cowardly. Now you'd be like, ah, I imagined it. Uh, but then once the parents leave again, the dummy's like, I'm going to kill you both. Uh, no, actually, it's intent on making both these girls its slave. That's oh, what he yeah. keeps saying. Which is weird.
0: I feel like if this was, uh, um, in twenty twenty two, they would they they wouldn't be like, "Hey, we're going to make these two twelve year old girls my <laughs> slaves."
1: Yeah, and also it's like, "What does a dummy need slaves for? What would it had the What would it have the slaves do? How would it How would it keep them enslaved? You yeah. know? Because uh, it seems like they can physically overpower it, right?" You know, and and they're only twelve. You know, the older they get, the easier it's going to get to overpower it. Um, but eventually, I forget some stuff happens. But the the dummy runs runs away and gets run over by a steamroller. <laughs> but, but
0: for it, there's. <laughs> First, it avoids a
1: steamroller, but then there's a second steamroller, and there's also like a good, uh, fun little B story here, a short B story where the uh, steamroller operator is positive he's run over a child with his steamroller and is like freaking out. <clears throat> <laughs> he calls his union representative. <laughs> he's like, oh, I got, I got some real trouble here. I did something bad. And uh, but the kids are like, nah. Uh, uh, oh, I have it highlighted here. A kid? He cried. I I ran over a kid. No, he was a dummy. Chris told him.
0: That's every steamroller <laughs> operator's nightmare.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it probably is. I know. Uh, no, he was a dummy. Chris told he wasn't alive, which isn't true, by the way. Yeah, Uh, but like the
0: steamroller operator doesn't need to be like, it doesn't need any If I were a
1: steamroller operator and a kid said, no, he was a dummy. He wasn't alive. (laughs) I'd be like, "Eh, why are you? I I know he wouldn't be alive. Mm. He's a dummy. That seems suspicious. Uh, He stopped. His face faded. From red to flower white, he uttered a loud, grateful sigh. Oh, man, he moaned. Oh, man, I thought it was a kid. (laughs) I like how, like, that I I think that's maybe what R.L. Stein does well. That it's like, uh, you know, a little grounded. Yeah. Of like, no, yeah, that steamroller operator would freak the fuck out Mm -hmm. thinking he, because I think he, like, saw it run under him. Yeah. Uh, And,
0: like, don't forget. Uh, when uh, Lindy first found it, Chris mm-hmm. thought it was a uh, a, a dead oh, a child yeah, in the yeah. dumpster as well. Yeah,
1: she like, pulled it out, and she's like, oh, my God, it's a dead kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So uh, Mr. Wood's dead. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: he tries to he 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 strangles the dog to show them oh, like yeah. his power.
1: Yeah. yeah, they tried to decapitate
0: it at one point.
1: Yeah, they and that tried to pull work. its head off. They yeah. tried to cut its head off with scissors. They yeah. couldn't. Um, but he dies. They see a little green. Uh, oh yeah, because he like vomits green during. Oh his yeah, show. during that, yeah. But it's like and he an makes unbelievable fun of the teacher amount. for being fat. Yeah, too. but it's like There's fat shaming in this book. But it's like a describe like a fire hydrant of like green vomit that smells. I think disgusting. It was an
0: exorcist reference.
1: Yeah. But uh it's like
0: pea soup kind of.
1: Yeah. But uh yeah, pretty pretty scary dummy. at one point
0: the mom is reading a Stephen King novel. Oh,
1: is she? I didn't I don't think I caught that.
0: like I really wish they just like named a name, but he's like uh you know like Lindy walked into the room mm-hmm. uh where her mom was reading a Stephen King
1: novel. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. Whatever oh, one just came out. Cool reference.
0: <laughs> um, Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go back. Mister Woods dead. Yeah. And Slappy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, oh, well,
1: this is uh, this is a normal not alive. Now in my mind, Slappy looked like Will Smith. Is that is that how you read
0: this? <laughs> Holy shit, this whole time we didn't even, we didn't even connect us to the slap. Yeah, I, but uh, we're like, okay, a normal not-alive dummy. They go back. What does Slappy do? Slappy says, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> As if uh, if Mr. Wood is gone, if he's dead. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? This guy's talking? Yeah. End of book.
1: Yeah, look who's talking now.
0: Tom, this is just the first book in uh, the, the,
1: the- The slappy trilogy.
0: The Night of the Dummy, uh or the Living Dummy Saga, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, there's Night of the Liv- Living Dummy, and there's Night of the Living Dummy 2. Night of the Living Dummy
1: 3, okay. then Bride of the Living Dummy- Oh, they finally got that uh wood shop project yeah. done. Then Slappy's Nightmare. Okay. Which is oh, Oscar Slappy's Knight, nightmare. Yeah. Mm. Um Revenge
0: of the Living Dummy. Okay. And Slappy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> we should read that. <laughs> we should read that uh, at the end of December. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Bring in the new year.
0: Um and then uh Son of Slappy.
1: Wow. So he, he finally does uh get laid.
0: Yeah. Slappy is also He finally been,
1: does get lathe.
0: Well, I mean You know what a bri- lathe is? Yeah. It's a woodworking yeah, tool. Yeah, it's a woodworking tool. I've been up for too long. <laughs> they've been, they've made an actual ventriloquist doll from Slappy. So Slappy has mm-hmm. become like the face of goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. And he's just kind of a bystander in this. Uh, in this, he's just book. a
1: bystander in
0: this in this story. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Well, it's Slappy's origin story.
0: Yeah, but like he's not even the fucking bad guy. Yeah, he's just a guy that's like, uh, you know,
1: hey. But that's what uh, they've said about that, uh, like a Joker movie. That that's not even the not necessarily the real Joker. He's the guy who inspires the real Joker.
0: Tom, you want to make the lore
1: of the freaking Todd Phillips Joker movie work so bad? I I I'm just saying that that's what they've said, and I'm relating it to this. Yeah. That that sometimes you know the the well and like you said with the with the Friday the Thirteenth, I feel like that's actually like kind of a common horror trope that's like oh it's not actually the monster that you think it is in the first one we bring that but then like once it's popular then all right yeah we'll keep using that monster
0: yeah tom i have one question for you okay is the diner
1: near here uh are they on seamless uh i'm not sure I have their phone number though. You can just call them if you want to pick something up on the. Yeah, on I think I go. want to. All right. <laughs> what? I mean, you gotta wait until the show is over to ask that.
0: <laughs> no, I just wanted—I wanted you to think that. No, I'm not at this ad.
1: To use the <sighs> current address. Tim, had you read another ghost uh, Goosebumps book before this? I
0: feel like I've read dozens of Goosebumps. I don't books, think I would ever actually read but one. But I which don't is remember a goddamn because, thing about
1: it. You know, we were right in the prime target when these things came yeah, out. Yeah, no, I, I, I remember them being out, but I remember like thinking they were uh, not scary enough for me. I was. I was, I, mean, I didn't want them to necessarily be scary. Yeah.
0: I just wanted. They were at the book fair a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah, big book fair. Uh, that's where. Uh, uh, R.L. Stein made his made his millions at the book fair.
0: Yeah, that and freaking Comic-Con now.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, I I now. We're going to figure out what we're going to do for next week's show. It's not going to be a book yet. We're going to do a palate cleanser. We're
0: going to do a palate cleanser because somebody's going to Mexico. Yeah,
1: so we had to record a little early. Uh, mm. for I mean, week. you can start reading a new book. I'm not going to start reading yeah.
0: But we're going to get back. I think we need to get back on Back on books. Here. Like, we're going to do a palate cleanser. And then big old book. And then let's do some real fucking books. All right. What's Thank- the menu? Oh, they got a health score of A. That's good.
1: Thank you for being a patron. Explore the menu there. We love a you very much. Like and it. we'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>